How can you grow your small online business fast? That's what everybody asks me, Grim. How can I grow this thing faster? Uh, and the first thing I say is stop trying to grow it fast, bro. That's not how this works. No, that's, that's mean, but it's kind of true. But I usually try to break it to them slowly that, hey, I get that there's pressure. I get that you want this to grow quickly. When I started my online business, I was on food stamps. I needed to make money as fast as possible. There is no shortcut to making this happen in the way you're expecting it. But there are five counterintuitive ways to grow your online business faster. These are the things that you must be doing to actually turbocharge your efforts and move across the board game a little faster than someone else who's just beating their head against the wall, hoping it happens. So this might not go where you think it's gonna go, but I promise you this is what it takes to take your small online business and turbocharge it and grow it fast. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 163 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Pumped to hang out with you today. I want to turbocharge your efforts. I want you to grow this thing faster. I know you do too, so I'm going to give you the goods today. I'm going to give you the truth today, so I'm not going to mess with your emotions. So uh, I want to give you what actually works. Um, before we jump into that, I know you might be listening to this and you might be at the very beginning. You're like, not only do I need to grow this thing, I need to start this thing. And in the vein of growing it quickly, I wanna give you my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. This is a free resource. It's a four-week checklist to go from where you are now, maybe no audience, no followers, no nothing online, um, where you are now to making money in the next 30 days. It won't be gobs of money, but it will be multiple hundreds of dollars minimum. I have students that have actually done $30,000, $40,000 off of this one PDF alone. They are the outliers for sure, but the point is that it's very possible. It's a great actionable checklist, no fluff, just what you need to do this week, next week, the following week, the following week to make money in 30 days. It's free. Download it. If you're watching on YouTube, click the link below the video or just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart to get your free copy of my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. Okay, let's talk about growing fast. First of all, real quick, I alluded to this at the top of the show. If your sole goal is to make money as absolutely fast as possible, just fair warning, there are ways to do that. Those ways aren't sustainable. They're usually not scalable. Sometimes they're not ethical. So do what you gotta do. If anyone knows what it feels like to have your back against a wall and you have mouths to feed and no money coming in, it's me. Do what you need to do. But don't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling, right? To quote Inception have a bigger vision for your business than just growing quickly, right? Quick is not the goal. Scale is the goal. Scale enough, whatever that means to you, to accomplish your goals and then even the goals that you don't have yet. Because I promise you, you're thinking too small. And when you reach $50,000 a year in your business, you're gonna realize scaling to six figures is not that hard. Why wouldn't I just go to six figures? which is a great question. And when you reach $100,000 a year in your business, you're gonna realize six figures was doable. Why am I not reaching for a quarter of a million a year? And so on and so forth. The goal isn't just to make as much money as possible. That's a pretty shallow goal, although money is great and it can do a lot of good in the world. I'm a fan of 
myself am a fan of it and want to make as much as I can so I can enjoy it and really give as much as I can away because there's only so much money I can use. But that's not the goal, right? The goal is to have a scalable, sustainable business that funds your lifestyle for decades. So dream a little bigger. I'm going to help you get there a little faster, but dream a little bigger, not just speed, but growth, scale, and sustainability. With that, let me break down these five counterintuitive ways that you can grow your online business faster. Number one, make sure you are putting in enough time to do customer research. <laughs> Wait, what? Graham, what, how's that going to help me? Certainly not scale things quickly. Yes. Customer research is the most important thing. Jay Abraham, one of the greatest salesmen of our time, says the businesses that best understand their customers' problems and needs and best articulate those problems back to them are the brands that are going to win and make the absolute most money. Why is that? Empathy. We feel heard. If there's a brand whose marketing materials, website, emails, YouTube video, podcasts, whatever, is speaking my language, is saying things that I'm like, yeah, that is me. You're like reading my mail. Like, yes, that's what I struggle with. Yes, yes, yes. Not just at a vague level, but deeply down there in the specifics. I'm going to feel heard. I'm going to feel seen. I'm going to feel known. I'm going to trust that person a bit more because they know me as opposed to someone just trying to market something at me. So the goal isn't to just make a lot of products and just hawk them as fast as you can. The goal isn't just to raise your rates. The goal is to truly and deeply understand your target. And my friend, usually at the beginning of an online business, you suck at this. I know I did. You loosely know who you want to help. I want to help people lose weight. Okay. That's not the same thing as knowing uh, I, I want to help. Oh, not only I want to, I help uh, postpartum mothers lose the baby weight within as little as 90 days with a supportive community to encourage them to deal with the other things that are going on beyond just the weight loss, to instill their, bring back their confidence uh, so they don't feel like they're alone. All, like all the, I mean, I'm just getting off on tangents here. But you see like how nuanced the messaging could get if I was trying to just target, not me. I'm, I'm not gonna help women, uh, you know. I mean, I guess I could, but I've never been a mother. So it wouldn't be as powerful as a mother talking to other mothers about not just the weight loss, but the fears, the insecurities, the mindsets, the mental blocks, the mental scripts that are going through a woman's head when she's trying to lose weight after pregnancy, right? Like that's a whole world. Like if, if you could speak to that target that clearly, that target will buy anything you sell and they'll share your stuff with everybody they know who needs that. That's how you grow fast because you deeply and intimately know the customer. So, this is something you have to start with and then never stops. I'm in year 13 of being in business. I'm in year five of this personal brand in terms of like publicly uh, selling things. And I am doing tons of research this year, surveying, interviewing, trying things. I'm trying to better and more deeply understand my target. Even though I'm making money and it works, I, the better I know you, my student, the more likely I'm going to be able to sell a product to you and change your life and get you results, which is going to give me a testimonial and have a customer for life, which is the goal. So make sure you're putting enough effort into customer research. I know counterintuitive, but it works. Number two, establish authority in your space. 
So the sooner that you can claim authority in your topic, your niche, your space, the sooner you'll be able to, the sooner people will be able to see that they can trust you. Okay. When they trust you, they're going to take action, i.e. opting into your email list, which should lead to sales if you have your email funnel in place. Um, or when you launch your product, you'll have more people to sell to. We're going to talk about content in a minute, but the reason you're creating content is twofold. One, to be discovered. It's a discoverability engine. Every YouTube video, every article you write on your blog, every podcast episode you put out could be discovered on Google or YouTube, right? Two, it's to build trust. It's to build trust and create, and you do that by creating authority. So just creating a bunch of videos doesn't mean you're going to build a great business, but creating videos that help establish your authority in the space, game over. So here's a problem. When I say the word authority, people freak out. Oh, I don't have authority. I'm not an expert. I don't have a degree in this or a certification. I don't have any national press or media signing off on me, saying them to crowd. You don't need those things. You will get those things eventually. Authority just means you know what you're talking about. And if people do what you say, it'll help them. You know who has authority? The dad who was able to build like a chair, an Adirondack chair out of wood in his backyard. And his buddy comes over and is like, bro, you made that chair? And he's like, yeah. I can show you how to do it. Yeah, great. Teach me. Authority. He's done it before. He's done something that somebody else wants to do and he can help you do the same thing. That, that is all authority is. Have you scaled the mountaintop and come back down and could you take me up with you? Have you navigated through the wilderness and come back and live to tell another tale? Could you help me navigate through that wilderness? doesn't matter what the world says. It matters, can you deliver? So, uh, and you can only deliver on what you know. I mean, this is something I talk about at length in chapter three of my book, How to Get Paid for What You Know, because this is where people get stuck, imposter syndrome. But you can help people get where you've gotten before. You need to communicate that in your content, not in a braggadocious way, but just in a, hey, this works. Go try this. Come back and tell me how it worked. Like there's, there's sort of a confidence you can have of like, I'm gonna show you something that has helped my friends, my students, myself. Maybe you're the only person you've helped. Hey, I lost a ton of weight. Hey, I built a business. I don't have a business degree. Did you know that I don't have an MBA? I didn't go to college for this. I don't have any official training on business. I just built one that made a lot of money. So what, I, what do I do in my content? I talk about the business that I've built. Now, I've built two now. I talk about those results. I talk about where I struggled, how I, I saw this challenge, how I arrived at this amount of revenue, how a few hours I work. I'm showing that, hey, I've done this. And then people are like, he's done it. He could help me do it. That's all we're doing. The more authority you establish in your space, the better. And again, you don't have to come across as arrogant. Do not confuse authority building with arrogance or, or self-promotion in the negative sense of the word. Just be honest about what you've been able to accomplish and celebrate the wins you've had for yourself and for your students or clients and mention that or use them as examples in your content. It will establish authority. People will trust you. They will opt in and they will share your stuff. Number three, 
collaborate with people and brands that have a bigger audience than you. And I'll add to that, collaborate with people and brands that have an audience the same size as you also. So this one is the shortcut of all shortcuts. If you have a small audience, go hijack somebody else's audience, right? If, if it's taking you time to build your own audience, which it does, the fastest way to make money is to get in front of someone else's already established audience. They've done the hard work, so you just need to get in front of their audience. Easier said than done, but how do you do it? You find people to collaborate with, and there's different ways to do this. Generally speaking, if you approach someone you admire who's got a bigger audience than you, full disclosure, it's going to be really hard to go to the biggest person in your space right off. I'm not saying don't try it. I'm just saying it might be hard. It might be easier to stack some wins. And keep in mind, you don't need to be in front of the biggest audience to grow quickly. I've done guest posts for people who have a million person email list and got hardly any email opt-ins. And then I've done guest posts for people who have about a 10,000 person email list and got about three to 700 people opting on my email list in a day that I didn't have before. So size of audience isn't always a guarantee that you're gonna get a, a, that percentage of the pie opting in or, or checking out your stuff. It's really how tightly defined that niche is and if it's a good fit for you. So find somebody who you think has an audience that's bigger than yours, that you think you could provide value to them and or their audience and reach out to them and do a couple things. Stroke their ego, show that you're an admirer and that you pay attention to the specifics and then make your intentions very clear. Hey, I'm in a similar space or I'm in a complimentary space. I'm trying to grow my audience and grow my brand. I really would love to add some value to you and your audience through a guest post or a collaborative video. And I here are three ideas that I think would actually be a perfect fit for you in your content, given all the stuff you already cover, that I think you would love to have to give away to your audience for free. They would get a lot of value out of it. And uh, all I ask is that I'm able to just like link back to my site if they want to check out more of my stuff, right? It's as simple as that. All they're going to say is yes or no, or I don't like those ideas. Let's talk about some other ideas. I've had all three of those happen. There's other ways to connect with people too, where you skip the pitch or the ask in the initial email and you just try to make a friendship. You just try to connect and then eventually circle back around with, hey, would you ever be open to collaborating with something, here's a full outline of some content you could copy and paste, done. Because here's the thing, people who are content creators, they need to feed the beast, feed the machine, and they run out of ideas. We all do, I run out of ideas. If someone approaches them with a perfectly mapped out idea, or even better, three perfectly mapped out ideas that are done for you content that is researched and does line up perfectly with the other content they create and would really be valuable to their audience. It would be some good SEO for their blog and website or YouTube channel. That's attractive. That's appealing. Even if you're tiny, they don't care if you're tiny, if the content is valuable. And a lot of times people who are bigger have a, a heart of gold. They want to help pull somebody up along with them because they know what it's like to be a starting content creator. I've been on both sides of that equation. I've reached out to bigger people and they've pulled me along and I've been that big, bigger person to pull someone else along. Most people are cool like that. And you just got to reach out to as many as possible, knowing that 80% of them are going to say no or not get back to you. But if 20% of them say yes, all you need is one good collaboration to just skyrocket your business. I want to give you a quick story on this one because I use this one as an example. Years ago, when I was doing the recording revolution, I had a gentleman reach out to me and the subject line of the email was, the go-giver changed my life. Thanks so much for the recommendation. 
Now, The Go-Giver is one of my favorite all-time books. I recommend it all the time. It's on my shelf, uh, bookshelf behind me if you're watching on YouTube, Red Book. So I recommend it all the time in podcasts and stuff. And so the subject line got my attention because A, it's my favorite book. B, it strokes my ego in the subject line. When I recommend a book and somebody goes and buys it and reads it and gets value out of it, that makes me feel good because it does two things. One, makes me feel like, hey, somebody listened to me, took my advice, and that always feels good. And two, it makes me feel good because I know that book is really going to bless them because it's a great book. So it got my attention, stroked my ego. I clicked open. Step one, accomplished. In this email, this guy goes on to just briefly explain his biggest insight from the book, which again is stroking my ego and I'm interested. I'm like, hey, that's so cool. Then he gets into the purpose of his email, which is, hey, um, I do SEO stuff, search engine optimization stuff. And I noticed your three most popular blog posts, um, they're, they're not coming up on the first page of Google. And that surprised me because they have so many comments, they're so popular. Um, and I took a look at them and I think I know why. Um, in fact, I shot this video explaining what small little tweaks you could do in your WordPress backend or your website backend. Just make a couple of these tweaks. And I, I'm pretty positive that these three posts would start to rank on the first page of Google if you made these changes. So feel free to, to watch and implement if it's helpful to you. If not, don't worry about it. Just want to say thanks again for the book recommendation. Ho ho. I'm like, dang, I, I kind of have to open this video now because I my pride is kind of like, well, you know, I, I thought my blog's doing great. My business is doing great, but also I want to grow and be better. And so I'm like, I'm curious to know what he says. So I watched the video and now I'm watching a video of his. And in the video, he's speaking to me. He's stroking my ego gently, just like, oh, I love this article. I really want it to do well. You're super good at what you do. Here's some tweaks. And I'm like, man, this is super valuable. He's actually doing the go giver to me. He's like giving me something without asking for anything in return. Immediately, I email him back, bro, this was amazing. Can we jump on a call? So now he's gotten me to get him, to invite him on a call. And I got to know him more. I got to know what he's doing. Turns out he has a blog in the same space as me in the music production space. He's got content. He's getting started. And it started a relationship where I asked him to guest post for me. Um, and we've done some collaborations and we've become friends. And just a, a great example of him, now he's a super smart businessman and he's gone on to do great things on his own merit, but I was one of those inflection points for him to get in front of my audience. Um, and that's how you do it. So that's the third way. Number four, learn to love creating content regardless the outcome. How has this helped me grow my business faster, Graham? This goes back to uh, the authority building piece, but now instead of building authority, we're building authenticity. People can trust you for two reasons. They can trust you because you've got credibility, like what you say works. Like for me, I didn't have a Grammy award or any famous musicians as my clients. So I couldn't lean on that as my authority or credibility. But if people took what I taught in a 10 minute video, applied it to their song and it made it sound better, they would come back and be like, dude, the dude knows what he's talking about. Cause that actually helped. That's one thing you're building with uh, trust is authority and credibility. But the second thing is do they like you and do they trust you as a person? Not trust your information that it's credible, but do they trust you as a person? This is different. This comes from creating content that is generous in nature and that doesn't smell like it's part of a system, which I know it is part of a system. 
to capture leads, put them to your funnel, make money, grow the business. That's what I'm teaching you every day. So don't mishear me. It is part of a system, but it doesn't smell like you're only creating the content because Graham told you to, because it's part of the model. I don't want to run ads or because I'm doing this in addition to ads, blah, blah, blah. Here's the content for the week. People can sniff that out, my friend. That's why I tell people, don't build an online business around a subject that you, you don't genuinely love, that you couldn't talk about with passion for the next five to 10 years, because it's not going to work. For two reasons. One, you're going to burn out, and so you're never going to reach success because success takes time. But two, people can sniff it out. They can sniff that this isn't real to you. So if you really love your content and you genuinely want it to help people and you would make it even if nobody but your mom watched it or listened to it or read it, you're on the right track because it will come across that way. Genuine, authentic, real. Um, the content is like a window into your brain, a window into the way you see the world. And if it's just a mechanism for generating leads for you, when that window's open, they're gonna see nothing inside. If it's a window into your brain and your heart and your passion and your, your personality, they're gonna see a real person inside. And they're gonna go, man, this girl loves what she does. Like this girl is passionate. This girl like really believes this stuff. And that creates trust. And that trust is super valuable, which that paired with the authority that you're building in your content, because it really works, makes people go, yes, I will opt in. I will, I will opt in. And I, I really believe in, in this person. I've been doing this for 13 years and my interactions with my students, paid or free, this is when the number one thing I hear is you're really genuine. Like I really trust you. Like I really like, like I like listening to you because I feel like I know you and I feel like I can trust you and I'm drawn to you right? It's that generosity. It's that authenticity. It's so magnetic. There's marketing books. Don't talk about this. It's not a hack. It's not a strategy. It's a way of life. It's a way of being, but you have to just choose. I'm going to create content every week because I love it. And I'm going to love this content. And if I don't, I'm going to create content that I do love. Because if you don't love it, other people aren't either. And number five way to grow your business faster is work with what you have, not what you wish you had. I'm sure you could list a million things you wish you had. Resources, um, relationships, connections, money, opportunities. Let me give you an example. Fast growth doesn't necessarily mean like massive email list or email list size, right? It, it can mean revenue. So when I started the Graham Cochran brand, 2008, I, uh, 2018, excuse me, 2018, um, I made six figures my first year. Now you might say, whoa, he must have had a huge audience size. No, not the case at all. A very small audience when I started, because I started from zero. The idea was that I was able to add a ton of value with what I had, which was, I can coach people. And so let me take on a handful of coaching clients, one-on-one, -on -one, people who are already making six figures that want to scale to seven figures, because that's what I've done. I could, a handful of clients. I did launch a course halfway through the year, but between those two things combined, I made six figures in my first year with a small audience. Um, that's all I had. That's all I had to work with then. Now, I still don't have as big of an audience as the Recording Revolution, my other business, but 
I have enough to actually make more money in this business than that one. And so I use what I have. I've always used what I have, partly because that's all you have. (laughs) And partly because you can use what you have, like be scrappy, be resourceful. Like don't waste a single ounce of your energy on what you wish you had or what you think you should have, or why does Graham have that? Or why does she have that? Or why do they have that? Or their video production's better? Or he's a better camera. I don't have a dedicated room in my house to do this. My kids are at home with me. Everyone, it's like loud. I I don't have good work rhythms. Like I don't have any money to sign up for Kajabi, blah, blah, blah. Stop it. Stop all that excuses. You will never be successful in life. You know who's successful? People that don't make excuses. They, They just don't because it doesn't create anything. They take their energy and they say, okay, too bad, I don't have any of that stuff. What do I have? What can I do with it? By definition, as I was just on a podcast before I went on recording this, some in the podcast, they asked me, you know, it's so random that like you're an artist, you were a musician, and then also you're a business owner. Like those things seem so different. Like, how did you fall into both? I said, no, 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 no. They're not different. They're the exact same thing. Creating art, creating a business, what are you doing? You're creating. You're, you're creating in both. All it is is creation. And so as a musician, you work with what you have, the connections you have, the skill you have, the song ideas you have, the life experience you have to write into a song. That changes over time. As a business owner, you use what you have, your knowledge, your experience. I had $50 when I started my online business. That was all I had. Use what you have and use what you know. All I had was the knowledge I had. I didn't know what an online course was. I didn't, there was no Kajabi at the time. I started my business before Kajabi existed. Can you believe that? I didn't have any coaches or mentoring. I didn't even have a Facebook group I could join to talk about this stuff with other people. It just didn't exist. Now there were people doing this business model, but I didn't know who they were and I certainly couldn't connect with them. So I just used what I had. That's my whole point is the moment you can stop making excuses which is what most people do anyway, and start making things that help people, the game over, you're gonna grow. That's what successful people, everyone I've ever talked to who's successful or who I admire, who's doing great things, they just, they stop feeling sorry for themselves if they ever did and they stop making excuses and wishing they had something different, things were different or their background was different or whatever. And they created something out of what they have because that's all business is, is create. Like a good artist, a good painter, if all they have is a small canvas and three colors, create something phenomenal out of the small canvas and three colors. If all you have is $100 and a small idea that you think could help people, you have everything you need to build a thriving business. No excuses. So it is literally a waste of your time to wish you had other things, you will grow faster once you stop and you just put all that energy into getting innovative and creative. How could I How could I build a six-figure business out of what I have today? If I had to build a six-figure business in the next 12 months using what I have today, what would I have to do? Oh, why aren't you asking yourself those questions? You are way more powerful than you think. You are way more creative and successful than you give yourself credit for. You can do this. You just give yourself an out. You make an excuse and there's nobody holding you accountable. Well, I'm holding you accountable today. If you wanna grow your online business faster, 
That's on you, friend. Grow it faster. Set some ridiculous goal that you think is crazy because I guarantee you it's not. I guarantee you it's too small. Challenge yourself. Find a way. There is nothing magical about me or what I do. There's nothing magical about my students who have gone from 1K a month, struggling for three years to pull that off, to then 15K a month within an 18-month period. Nothing magical. Find a way. You've got this. Whatever limits you place on yourself are exactly that limits you're placing on yourself. So why don't you do the opposite? Why don't you challenge yourself to something ridiculous that seems scary, that seems bold, using what you have and just go for it? That went in a slightly different direction than I thought it was going to go. That's where it needed to go today. So let me ask you as we wrap this up, which one of those five things do you need to focus on this week? Is it your customer research? Is it establishing authority in your space through your content? Are you, are you being too shy, too humble? You can be humble and confident at the same time. Do you need to reach out and collaborate with people? Make a list of 100 people you're going to reach out to to collaborate with? Do you need to shift your perspective on the content you're creating to do it because you love it regardless of the outcome? Is there something you need to shift in the way you show up in your content or the type of content you make for that to be possible? Or do you need to stop making excuses? Write down every excuse you've been making so that you see it on paper. Give yourself the grace to say, I'm sorry I thought those things, but no longer. And then write down a ridiculous goal for the next 12 months. Which one? Leave me a comment below on YouTube if you're watching. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast app, decide which one of those are you going to work on this week to turbocharge your business. You've got this. It's on you. No one else is going to come save you. No one else can help you. You've got this. And if you need help to make money in the next 30 days, I'll give you a little boost. I got my 30-day online income jumpstart guide for you. I'll give you a four-week checklist. Take some of the pressure off. But from there, you got to take it and run, which I know you can. Just uh, go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart or click the link below. Thanks for watching and listening. Have an amazing day. And I'll catch you in another episode. Thank you.